to another edition of On the Money with a certified financial group right here on News 96.5 WDBO's Ask the Experts Weekend. He is back from vacation, ladies and gentlemen, the Oracle of Orlando, Joe Burt. Good morning. Alongside Denise Kovach, certified financial planner professionals at the Certified Financial Group, taking your phone calls this morning at 844-220-0965. How was vacation, Joe? It was terrific. Great time. 14 days on the Atlantic, sailing from uh, St. Martin to Lisbon. Oh. Yeah, an adventure. Yeah, what did you see? I saw a lot of water and a lot of blue sky. That's it. Seems like it's a lot of money just to see a lot of water and a lot of blue sky. Well, when you want a little relaxation and you want to meet some interesting people and you want to read a lot of good books and uh, just kind of chill out, it was a... One of the best times of my life. So I had a good time. And, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was wonderful. That's good. What did you read? Anything good? I read Francona. I the, find some of the, I, and I would always yep. talk about people who read on vacation. They have the most interesting, fascinating things, and they always come out better for it. So that's why I always like to ask that. All question. right. I read uh, Francona, the story of uh, Terry Francona. He was uh, manager of the uh, Boston Red, Red Sox, Sox and that whole mm-hmm. history. I read a book called Missile Man, and mm-hmm. the author happened to be on the boat. Oh, and I got a chance to sit on in his lecture. And the fascinating story: his father was instrumental in World War II in developing radar. His fa- father mm-hmm. was nearly a savant in terms of being able to do math in his head. And it went into the Cold War. And there's some interesting stories about that that I'll, I can share with you offline. And the yes. other one I'm reading is the Ten Caesars: the history of um, Julius Caesar through um, through Constantine, 360 years of Caesars. So anyway, got a. Got a chance That's to read right, some good yes. stuff and relax and kick back. But it's good to be back here with our, yes. with our audience here in Central Florida. Didn't, you don't want to hear about my trip. We're going to talk about financial I mean, stuff. I mean, taxes are done. It's time. Yes. We're, we're Now we're getting ready. It's uh, Well, for anybody that may join us for the first time, what can they call you about? Well, Denise and I are here this morning to take questions that might be on your mind regarding your personal finances. As we say, we go through life trying some of this, trying some of that, wake up at 55 years old, look across the kitchen table at Loretta and say, Loretta, honey, you know... Retirement's around the corner, and we bought this stuff. We went to that seminar some time ago. We bought this thing called an annuity. I don't quite know how that works, but it sounded good at the time. We've got the 401K. We've got an IRA. We're going to have Social Security, but are we going to be all right? And the challenge is because they don't teach us this stuff in school. We go through life, as I said, trying some of this, trying some of that, and find out what we have is a collection of financial accidents. So this morning, we are your financial body shop. We'll take out the bondo and kind of patch you up, get you on your way. And so if you have any questions regarding your personal finances, things you've taught, thought about, things you've heard, things that may be uh, true and maybe not so true, we're going to start a new uh, segment. What was that called? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Mythbusters. Yeah, Mythbusters. Uh, the, or or central, like certified Financial Group Mythbusters or Factor Fiction. Anything that your neighbor or your great aunt or the girl at the grocery store or, or the guy at the post office may have told you about your uh, financial planning, you can just call up. And ask them is and this we'll really tell true? if this That's is true right. or is not. Really true. That's why we are here. So we are here yeah. to take those kind of questions. Denise and I are welcome calls about uh, myth busting. Anything that might be on your mind regarding a myth or stuff. They revolve around questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, long-term health care, IRAs, annuities, life insurance, reverse mortgages, all that and more. We like to say this is the only financial call-in show in Central Florida. Staffs or manned or manned or commanded or what do we say, Denise? With a manned? Can I manned? That's okay because you're you're not a man, obviously. But I'm a woman. A woman. You're a woman. Hey, woman. So a manned and woman. <laughs> staff. Staff. Yeah. Staff sounds kind of odd. But anyway, okay. we're here by certified financial planner professionals. We are live. This is not a one-hour infomercial. We're here to help you. So if you have any questions, please pick up the phone and call us at these magic numbers: eight four four two two zero zero nine six five. That is eight four four. 
888-528-0965. We also have the text machine up and running as well at 21232. That is 21232. Topic of the day, Denise Kovach. Your age matters when you are making your qualified charitable distribution. Well, first of all, Kyle, I'd like to explain what a qualified charitable distribution is. It's a direct transfer of funds from your IRA to a qualified charity or numerous charities. And it can be counted towards satisfying your required minimum distribution for the year. So why I bring this up is it's a little tricky because for many of you out there, you know that your mandatory distribution needs to come out once you turn 70 and a half or at least by April 1st in the, in the next year. And, you know, if you decide to take that required minimum distribution in the year that you turn 70 and a half, you can. So if you turn 70 and a half in August, you can still take that mandatory distribution in January, not a qualified charitable distribution. And, again, what this is is a direct transfer from your IRA to a qualified charity. So you need to be 70 and a half to make this. So if you turn 70 and a half in June, let's say June 15, you have to wait until June 15 to make this distribution. Right, Joe? That's right. So uh, if you're thinking about doing it, you can do it on June 16th or any time thereafter before December 31st. Well, but, like we were talking right. about earlier, I mean, why, why 70 and a half? And I have why, no idea. Why the required minimum distribution can come out any time, but you can't do a, a QCD, right? Right. And well, we're 59 and a half. Right. I, I mean, make, all these halves make, and exactly. holes. It's the halves and halves nuts. That's, <laughs> right. that's the way it works. I guess. So we got a call here, I see, Kyle. We Good. do. We do. 844-220-0965. You want to get on the phone lines? Again, 844-220-0965. And Doug in Melbourne Beach has dialed us up. He is first up this morning. Doug, go ahead. You're on with the Certified Financial Group. Good morning, Doug. What's up? Good morning. Hello, Hello, Doug. Doug disappeared. Oh, we lost Doug. You lost, what'd you hit the wrong button? Oh, no. Hold, call us back, Doug. Right, well, Doug, Doug was, uh, he was 60, and he was looking to retire at 62, and he had some questions for you. Or should he wait till 62? Wait till 62. And I know that's a very uh, interesting sure. question based on his uh, experience. Okay. And hopefully well, he calls back Well, let's do a little role-playing here. Let's, yes. uh, so let's assume that I'm Doug here, Denise, and I'm 60, and I'm sitting across the desk from you in your office, and... Uh, Want to know if I should uh, retire? Can I retire at age 60 or should I wait till 62? What are the things I have to consider? Well, that depends. Do you have the income to supplement, uh, you know, your your salary that uh-huh. you're no longer going to have? Uh-huh. That's a big thing. Right. And if you turn 62, do you want to take Social Security benefits? And if you do, why do you want to take a re- reduction in benefit? And even so, if you work part-time and make too much money, you get part of that benefit back. There's lots of things we go over. So if I retire at 62, how much is my Social Security going to be reduced if I wait, if I didn't wait to my full retirement age, which in my situation would probably be 66 and a half? Uh, 25%. So Ooh. let's say you have a benefit of a, you know, a grand at your full retirement age. If you take it at age 62, you're actually reducing it to 750 bucks. Uh-huh. That's pretty significant. That is what do significant. You think? I think you're right. So, and that also, and that's for the rest of my life. It is. So I've shortchanged myself. And if I pass away and if my spouse had less income, what happens there? Well, she's not going to get as much either. Oh, so something else we have to consider. And then, then, of course, if you retire before Medicare age, you've got the big issue of health care. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. So what do we do there? 
you go broke. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> unfortunately. So those are all the things that we look at as certified financial planner professionals. We do financial planning for a fee. These are the kinds of questions that we work with our clients on, help them navigate that life after after the paycheck stops, all the things you have to consider. And unfortunately, the toughest cases that we work on are clients that come in to see us have already retired and haven't done any financial planning, any detailed financial planning, and they forgot about taxes and insurance and inflation and all that other stuff that they never thought about. The wheels are coming off. So if you're thinking about retirement, as most folks are when you get in your 50s and 60s, what you want to have is a plan. Work with somebody that does this for a fee, not somebody that will do it for free, but work for because we're gonna, you're going to pay for our time. That's the only way that uh, we get compensated to do the financial planning. But our fees are reasonable, and we will. Uh, you come into our office, and we will tell you what our fees are and how we do it. And then you have the choice of hiring us now or thinking about it or doing it yourself. But uh, that's what we do as planners, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, 844-220-0965 is the number to do that. Again, 844-220-0965. We'll get more information about the workshops here coming up in just a moment. Uh, we have an old favorite for you guys this morning, George out there in Orlando. George, Good morning, Mr. Birch. George, how are you? Good morning. Listen, I know how you frown on annuities. No, 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 George. I don't frown on annuities. I just frown on when they're used incorrectly. And oh, okay. And it's like putting a square peg in a round hole because everybody wants to sell you an annuity. Okay. But, but annuities well, in and of themselves are not bad. I have a variable premium annuity uh-huh. that qualifies as an IRA. Uh-huh. It pays uh, the minimum 4.5%, and I'm doing pretty good. Okay, I guess you would be. So you're happy. Yeah. Okay, so how can we help you? Well, no, I was just uh, wondering just what you thought you, about those. You just wanted to tell annuities. me you're happy this morning, right, George? Yeah, I mean, uh, even though I have to do the required minimum distribution, I just got my uh, statement for the year. And, uh, I mean, interest, about $8,000. All right. Woo-hoo. That's good. That's great, George. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's so interesting. Anyway, George, that's you, about it. You bring up an interesting point. I was thinking about um, people that put their money in fixed income investments when they get to be in their 70s because they, quote, unquote, don't want to lose any money. What happens if you have money in fixed income, low-yielding investments, and you start doing those required minimum <laughs> distributions, there's going to come a point in time when the required distribution is greater than what you're earning on the account, and therefore you're eating into your principal. And what's one of the right. things the retirees don't want to have happen, my principal is shrinking because it's growing at a slower pace when I have to take it out. Because right. you know what? At age 70 and a half, the withdrawal rate is 3.65% already, and that only right. gets bigger over time. Yes. So... Uh-huh. Um, those are the things you got to consider. But, George, as always, we appreciate your being a listener, appreciate your call. Yep. All right, again, we'll talk to you soon, George, I'm sure. Uh, let's go to Sarasota. Talk to Sylvia. Sarasota. Yes, Sylvia. Sylvia. Good morning. Hi, quick question. Sylvia, wait, hold, hold. Re- Sylvia, stop. Before you, please. Okay. Before, I'm always curious as to how you're listening to us. Are you in your car? Yes. So you're all the way down to Sarasota getting the uh, tor- blowtorch here from WDBO in Orlando. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thanks for calling. How can we help you? Okay. I'm getting ready to retire probably at the end of the year. I'll be turning 66. The question I have is I worked it out so that I'm holding a mortgage on a house outside in New Jersey, outside of state, and I worked it out so that that mortgage will balloon, and with that money, I will pay off my mortgage here as well. Okay. The, the problem with in a, in a year. 
So I figured, okay, I'd have no mortgage. But I am pensioned also okay. for tune of about 45000 a year. All right. Uh, I am having an annuity I bought a long time ago that will start paying $1,000 a month. Okay. Plus, I have Social Security that will become, that is due to be like 2200 a month. Okay. So my question is, is it a smart move to pay off my mortgage? Because I have no loans, and that would be the only deduction I have. Well, <laughs> chances are you're not going to be able to use the interest on your home anyway with a new increased uh, standard deduction. Are you married, Sylvia? No. Okay, so you're going to get a standard deduction of $12,000, and depending on what your interest is and depending on what your interest rate is, you may not be getting as big a benefit from your home mortgage as well. So I pay my interest is around uh, ten thousand thousand a year. How much? Nine thousand. Nine thousand. Uh, you sure that's just the interest, not the escrow okay. amount, the taxes and insurance? No, that's the interest. That's just the interest that you pay. Um, you know, I don't think you're getting that big a benefit in tax in tax deduction on your home, frankly. So you can pay it okay. off. It gives you peace of mind if you want to do that. Alternatively. You can take those funds and invest them and draw some income from them. So it all depends on your, you know, I think it's a matter of risk tolerance. Some people psychologically like to have their home paid for, know that that's done, and don't look back. And some people say, you know, putting my money in a home when I could probably get better returns somewhere else and have liquidity is another factor. But it sounds like you're in pretty good shape in terms of income, assuming you're not spending all that money you're going to have coming in. Yeah, and the problem I have is that I think I'm going to be paying, you know, a lot of taxes in my retirement years. Yeah, let's back, let's you know, back, where up, let's you, back up to the to the uh, sale on that house, that sale in, it was in New Jersey, you said? Yeah, it's not a sale. I hold a mortgage. Okay, all right, all right. Um, so you hold a mortgage on the property in New Jersey. Okay, I got it. I got to clear that up for me. So, Sylvia, it's really so, a function of your own mindset. Uh, what do you think, Denise? You know, it really is. I personally would, you know, for me, I would I would pay pay it off, you know, but that's me. And, again, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, unfortunately, I'm just curious, Sylvia, what's the interest rate that you're getting on the, the New Jersey mortgage? Uh, that was put in at 3.8. Okay. Not and, bad. And what's, yeah. the, what's the current oh. interest rate on your home that you want to pay off? <laughs> 3.2. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know that that's you know that's a, that's a pretty nice interest rate. How many more years do you have to pay on it? Where are you in the mortgage? Oh, I'm I still have like 15 years on it, but I made it so that the mortgage that I hold balloons, and the amount of money that I get from there would pay yeah. my full mortgage sure, off over sure, here. Sure, sure. You plan on you, staying, you plan on staying in that home, Sylvia? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it brings after sure, I retire. Sure, sure. Um, but I, I don't, I'm I don't always think afraid I have drug- no deductions, you yeah. know? Well, yeah. You, well, you're, you're, it's probably marginal, the benefit that you're getting from the interest deduction on your home. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, my question, I have another one, Sylvia. Is, you say you're not married. Were you married at some time? Yes, I was. Okay. Were you married at least 10 years? Oh, yes. And have you been, I don't know if you're widowed or divorced? No, no, he, I'm widowed. Oh. Okay, are you taking a survivor benefit, Social Security benefit? Well, his will be just a little bit higher than mine, but they told me that when I turn somewhere in my 70s, mine will catch up to him, and then I can switch over. Okay, so your benefit is less than his. 
Yeah, about a hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna wait. Okay, um, you know it doesn't. That benefit will not grow past uh, your full retirement age. Keep that in mind. But I just I'll be to, full retirement. I'll be sixty-six in at the end of the year. Right, right, right. But I'm surprised yeah. you haven't already been taking. Well, you, she could have taken her own. Benefit. No, I work. Oh, you're working. I'm working right now. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to quit working at the end of the year. Yeah. I have a decent salary, gotcha. so oh, I haven't done anything. I'm not growing benefits. Okay, got it. No. Got it. All right. Well, sounds like you did some good planning there, Sylvia, and like you're all set. So just be, I'll tell you what I would recommend. Uh, I don't know if you live up this way, but get together with a certified financial planner professional. Have him or her give you some peace of mind to be sure that you're on the right track, because as I said in my opening remarks, the toughest cases that Denise and I and the 10 other certified financial planner professionals at CFG have are when clients retire and they think they're going to be okay and then they end up getting in their 70s and find out, you know, it just isn't working the way I thought. So get that roadmap laid out. Have somebody that will do it for you that will charge you a reasonable fee to do it. But that's what I'd recommend to you. Sylvia, good luck, and I appreciate the call. Yeah, Sylvia is doing better than most people that usually yep. call in. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. good stuff. 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. We are a little late here, so we'll get to break here and take your calls on the other side. We will continue to play tomorrow Today. with a certified financial group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. EBO. By the way. Oh, welcome back. This is On The Money with a certified financial group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. We are here with Oracle Orlando, Joe Burt, alongside Denise Kovach, certified planning, certified financial planner professionals from the certified financial group, taking your phone calls at 844-220-0965. Why are we happy, Joe? For one, we're here. Number two, Saturday, next Saturday, May the 4th at the Springs Community in Longwood. For the eighth consecutive year, Certified Financial Group will be the lead sponsor, proud sponsors of the Springs Concert. Bring you music of Farrell, and uh, who else we got on the lineup there? You know the lineup better than I do, I think. Temptations, uh, Smokey yeah. Robinson, uh, yeah, Stevie Wonder, uh, Marvin Gaye, the Marvin Gaye, 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 Isaac Hayes, yes, Isaac Hayes, yes, yes, so it's going to yes, be great. Yes. All, that, all that music, great tribute band coming in, being backed up by the full complement of the Orlando Philharmonic. And like I said, we're the proud sponsors again for the eighth consecutive year. Go to our website, financialgroup.com. That's financialgroup.com. Click on events. It'll get you a link. And I think it's pretty much sold out. You might be able to get in here under the door. But uh, if you want some more information, that's where you go, financialgroup.com, and click on events. So we hope to see you there. Well, we went very long in the first segment. We only have 30 seconds left in this segment. All right. He's hang on the line. We'll get you when we come back. If you want to get behind him, it's 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. And the text machine is up and running as well, 21232. That is 21232. We asked to give it about 160 characters. That's all we can see on our screen. And we will continue to play it tomorrow. Today. Right here on News 96.5 WDBO. Experts Weekend. We are getting you to do that retirement finish line with Certified Financial Planner Professionals at the Certified Financial Group. Joe Burt, alongside Denise Kovach. You're taking your phone calls at 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. Joe, for anybody that may have joined us during the latest news, weather, and traffic, what can they call you about? Well, we are here to talk about how to get you to retirement and then through retirement. How do you like that? 
like that. Like that? Yes. I picked it up from you just for what you said 30 seconds ago. You got it. To and through retirement. That's what certified financial planner professionals do with the certified financial group. We've been doing it now. The roots of the company go back about 40 years, and Denise and I have been together a long time. And we have 12 certified financial planner professionals under our roof to help you to do financial planning for a fee, to help you navigate all those questions that you might have regarding your 401k, your IRA, decisions that you're trying to make about some life insurance, do you need it or not, about a reverse mortgage, about paying off your mortgage. We have a couple of calls about that this morning. So anything that's on your mind regarding your personal finances, as we like to say, this is the only financial call-in show Hosted exclusively by Certified Financial Planner Professionals. We are not a one-hour infomercial. We are here to take your questions live. And if we don't have the answer to your question, we will research it for you and get back to you. So give us a call this morning. There's a couple of lines open. Those numbers are... 844-220-0965. 844-220-0965. Without further ado, because he's been hanging on so patiently, we want to get him right to the front of the line here. Keith in Winter Springs. He's hey. on with the Certified Financial Group. Good morning. Oh. Hey. hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I just want to say I really enjoyed the show. Thank you guys so much. And i got a very interesting question here. Okay. So we've been saving for a long time. We bought our new construction home over here in Winter Springs. And on my bucket list was to buy a pool. Okay. So I found a pool builder. Uh, it's going to cost me $50,000. I did put a $5,000 deposit. As soon as the home is built, we start construction. Okay. Here's my dilemma. I make about $140,000 between my wife and I. Uh, we have about $140,000 in savings. So do, and I'm going to get about $55,000 in profit from my sale of my house. Okay. Do I take that $55,000, buy the full straight cash, or do I finance it? Uh, chances are the interest rate on that pool is going to be pretty high. Uh, if you're not going to wrap it in your home mortgage, chances are the interest rate on that in, on that pool will be high, and my recommendation would probably be pay off the pool. Now let's ask: Do you have any other debt? Let's go. Let's back up here a little bit. Do we have any other debt? We Absolutely have... not, man. Okay. I am okay. I am completely okay. debt free, other than a couple of car notes and some house bills. Okay. What do you think, Denise? I'd pay it off. Yeah, I think so and too. And especially, okay. you know, with the, the the new standard deduction, the tax law in place, more than likely you you and your wife are going to use the twenty four thousand to you know standard deduction versus being able to write off the mortgage. Yep. So. Yeah, or the interest rate on the awesome. pool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do, so enjoy the swim. Cool. I'll bite you over in October when it's ready, okay? All right. All right. Oh, <laughs> man. I, oh, he's uh, a <laughs> cool party in October, <laughs> man. He's got he's got a calendar in his kitchen <laughs> ready for that countdown. Thanks so much for the call, Heath. If you on Heath's line, it's 844-220-0965. That is 844-220-0965. 0965. Kip in Winter Park has dialed us up this morning. Kip, go ahead. Hello, Kip. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Hey, quick question. I'm facing retirement here in the next couple, three years, and I'm looking at the uh, – my wife and I have done the analysis of what we need to live by per month, and currently uh, if my wife is going to continue to work um, probably a few more years after I retire, so I'm looking at some buckets of income with um, my Social Security, a little pension from my company, and I was going to try and fill in the gap uh, with an annuity, and I just want to know what your thoughts are on annuities. What kind of annuity? A, um, is it an immediate? Uh, immediate annuity is one kind of annuity. So yeah. what we're talking yeah. about what we're talking about there. 30 years. Yeah. Okay, so what we're talking about there, for our listeners that might not be familiar with that term, what you're going to do is you're going to, 
give a certain amount of money to an insurance company in return for a check for your lifetime and or your lifetime and your spouse's lifetime, guaranteed. So basically what you're doing is you're buying a pension, okay? Uh, And that's a way to get guaranteed income. Uh, The drawback to it is using an immediate annuity today is that interest rates are relatively low. So the return that you're going to get on that money is relatively low for the rest of your lifetime. The other thing is, is you're still a young guy. And we've got 30-some years to worry about income for you. So that income that looks like it's going to fill a gap today, you will find that the hole will get bigger and bigger as you get older and older. So it might not be a bad idea. Uh, Using a part of it for some of your uh, income might work. But I would recommend to you is that you get together with a certified financial planner professional and get this laid out in detail before you begin down that long road called retirement and find out that you didn't perhaps factor everything in and you hit a pothole. So um, I can't can't tell you, Kip, right off the top of my head if that – I would say I would consider it. But I can't tell you unequivocally whether or not you should use it. What do you think, Denise? I'd run the numbers. I'd have somebody just run the numbers to see if that does work for you. Yeah. See, what you have to factor in, Kip, you have to factor in inflation. You have to factor in taxes. And you have to factor in 30 years of life expectancy. So you're going to be living a long time. And, um, you know, that you've got to have increasing income. And where do we get that? And if you tie it up in a low-yielding annuity, which fills the gap today, you may find out that, gee whiz, Maybe that wasn't such a good idea. So I'm not. It would only go ahead. Yeah, it would only be about fifty percent of what I have in my um, retirement portfolio. So the rest of it would stay in the market. Okay, Uh, that's a fair amount. So here's what you here's what you got. If you take fifty percent of it and then you invest the other fifty percent aggressively, okay. Now here's the here's the point. On that other fifty percent that you're going to invest aggressively, put it in the market. Are you will you need to draw from that? And if so, when? Gotcha. See, because yeah. oh. here's the that's the challenge. So you've got the guaranteed yep. income coming here from the annuity. Now you're investing the fifty percent in the market. We have a market correction or reversal, and you and you need more income. You're going to be you're going to be drawing down when you don't shouldn't be drawing down, and that's why it may not it may or may not work. I can't tell you off the top of our head, but it's a consideration. Okay. All right, but I appreciate the call. And you, you brought up a good subject, and I'm sure our listeners are uh, got some information on it. Kip. Appreciate the call. Thank yeah, you so much. I know I did. 844-220-0965. The number to dial us up again, 844-220-0965. Michael in St. Cloud's got an IRA question. Michael, go ahead. Hi, Michael. Yes, uh, thank you very and Good morning. Uh, good morning. I wanted to ask, uh, I'm retired now, 62, and uh, the only income... Uh, I get pension and, you know, things like that, but I want to know if I, since I have rental property, is there any way I could use that money and consider it like maybe to buy a Roth or add to my IRA? From the rental property income? Yes. The short answer is no. However, if you set up the rentals through a corporation and now you start drawing income, uh, W-2 income from the corporation, then you have earned income. The downside to that is now you have FICA taxes on top of that. So you have to weigh the pros and cons of that choice. But you have to have earned income to contribute to an IRA or Roth IRA. Okay. And if it's uh, for somebody like myself, if they don't, if that's not a qualifier for me, there's nothing I really can do then for like those two types of uh, investments like Roth or right. IRA. You have to have earned income. Are you married, Michael? 
I am. You are. Uh, does your wife have income? Uh, no, she's, she's retired oh, too. She's, she's, okay. All right. What I was throwing out there is that you could do a spousal IRA, even though you don't ever earn income. We could set up a spousal IRA, and you get the deduction that way. But it doesn't work. So if the only income yeah. you have right now is through rental properties, which there's nothing wrong with that, you're limited in terms of your ability to get a tax deduction unless, as you you do some creative things and set up a corporation and draw W-2 income, and then you're on your way. Well, thank you very much for your help. All right, Michael. Appreciate the call. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Mike. If you uh, have to call back or if anybody else wants Mike's line, it's 844-220-0965. That's 844-220-0965. Eric in South Daytona has got a reverse mortgage question. Eric, go ahead. You're on the Certified Financial Group. Morning, Eric. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? I appreciate your call and the information. Uh, basically, uh, what little I found out uh, about reverse mortgages is that, you know, there's a whole lot of fees that uh, they take to get a reverse mortgage. And secondly, uh, if I should do that, I have wrote, I only have a brother left anymore. He's about my age, actually like two years older, but he lives out in California, and uh, it would be difficult perhaps for him to come here, and he doesn't have any interest in the home here in Florida. So I guess my question is, uh, how can I get, if I did the reverse mortgage, uh, set it up so that if something should happen to me, is that he wouldn't have to come here, perhaps, or whatever, to uh, dispose of the estate and, and all that. Okay, so your question, your concern is, if you, how, first of all, how old are you, Eric? I'm 73. 73. And you own your home now. You have a mortgage on it now? Yes, I do. All right, you're going to use the reverse mortgage to pay off the mortgage and perhaps get out whatever is left you can do that. Have yes. You, have, uh, you gotten a, have you gotten a proposal yet, a quote? Uh, no, not really. Okay, well, that's the first step. You ought to look at what you're eligible for to see if it makes sense. The next concern that's on your mind is, okay, what happens if I get the reverse mortgage, I pay off my mortgage, and I start getting income with whatever equity is left, and then I die in five years, what happens to my house, what happens to my brother, and how can he deal with this? It's very simple. You would name your brother, your, you would name him as a, as in your will to inherit the home, or you can set up what's called a ladybird deed where it would pass to him without probate. That's another whole, another legal answer. But in any case, he would then take over ownership of the home, and then he would have the ability or the rights to sell the home. And he doesn't even need to be living here to do that. All he has to do is line up a real estate agent and say, I want to put the house in the market, and the house is sold, and whatever whatever's left after the reverse mortgage is paid off goes to your brother. And if, they, if you're upside down, in other words, you've taken out more than what the house is going to be sold for, your brother's not liable, and the end, that's the end of the story. So okay. It's pretty easy. Because Go ahead. Uh, as far as being you know, maybe an executor of my will, right. he couldn't do that because of where he lives and his health problems as well. Uh-huh. Well, you know, <laughs> um, it, Okay, I'm, I'm reading between the lines here. Do you expect to outlive your brother? Yes. Okay, so here's another option that you have. Uh, if you're charitably inclined, you can leave your home to a charity, and then the charity will sell the home and get whatever's left, and you make some folks happy when you're gone. 
Uh-huh. I mean, you'll satisfy that need. So don't worry about it. I, what, what I'm concerned about is you right now of being able to live and enjoy the rest of your life. And I'm not so concerned about what happens, if, particularly if you don't have any family or anybody that you want to leave a legacy to. Right. Well, I've offered uh, the home to relatives, you know, nieces. Okay. Uh, because they, they live so far away. Sure. Uh, either they're not interested in, in living in Florida. Sure. Or if, uh, you know, it's just beyond their financial capability to handle. I understand. Well, then you could name them as the as in your will as sharing in whatever's in your estate. The, the home would be sold. Those whatever net proceeds would then go would be part of your estate, and then they'd be distributed to your survivors as however you designate in your will. I see. So it'll work. But the first thing All I right. would do, Eric, is I would get a quote and see what you're what you're well, eligible for. What is uh, what is it, like eighty percent of the? No, 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 no. You're uh, thinking of, you're thinking about a first mortgage. It depends on your age. It depends on your county, and it depends on whatever equity you might have in your home and what the home is worth. So each case is unique, and they will do a quote for you for free. And you know, you see these ad, these ads on TV all the time. Pick up the phone and give them a call. They'd be glad to give you a quote. All right. All right. I'll that. Thank you for your information. You're welcome, Eric. Good luck to you. All right. Thanks so much, Eric. If you want Eric's line, it's eight four four two two zero zero nine six five. That is eight four four two two zero zero nine six five. Well, we've had a lot of great questions today, and uh, we will continue to take it as we go up our last segment. Again, eight four four two two zero zero nine six five. I also see we've got some text questions in at two one two three two. We will get to them all in the lightning round as we plan tomorrow. Today, right here on News ninety six point five WDBO. Time to get the three big things you need to know. Welcome back. This is On the Money with a Certified Financial Group right here on News 96.5 WDBO. It is your last chance to get your question answered by the Certified Financial Planner Professionals at Certified Financial Group at 844-220-0965. We've got Joe Bird, Denise Kovach here for five more minutes. So let's get to our phone lines here. Talk to Paul in Mount Dora. Paul, you're on the air. Morning, Paul. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I appreciate your program. I listen to you on the weekends. Um, I got a question. Uh, you may be able to help me out, and uh, I don't know. My uh, let's say my ex-wife has um, bought a piece of property for a friend that her husband has passed over in over here near us, and um, she's estranged from her daughter. Wait, and, wait, 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 uh, hold, hold, hold. wait, 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 Paul. Uh, Paul, Paul, hold it, hold it. I've lost the yeah, chain, yeah. I've lost the chain of events here. Let me tell you what I think I've heard you say so far. Your, okay. your was your ex-wife bought a piece of property. Yes. Your ex-wife bought a piece of property for a friend and her husband. No, for for a friend. Her husband has passed. Okay, but 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 her husband was living at one time when they bought the property. No, they okay. she had a the house in Lady Lake. They had a house in Lady Lake with a second mortgage, a reverse mortgage on it, and she had to leave there. Got it. So what okay. Carol did was got her a piece of bought her a house here okay. and um gave her a lifetime estate right. and then if something would happen it would come back to, to Carol right. to you know, to to her. That's correct. Okay. And um the insurance lady trying to make this long story short here. Insurance lady had mentioned that the daughter, she's estranged from a daughter. It, she um, said that she can technically ban her from coming on her own property. Uh, she doesn't. She wants her to take a will out. She's not interested in her material things. 
you know. But who's, she's who's just your, your, your ex-wife, your ex-wife, or your ex-wife's girlfriend? Ex-wife. Your ex-wife is not interested in material things. Right. Okay. Right. She just wants her to take a will out so to protect with her estranged daughter's situation oh, because if she passes away, or, you know, they're going to be like vultures, you know, you know how that goes. I see, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You know, and I'm just, uh, she was told that the, technically she could, you know, say she stole something from over there or whatever, and it could become a real mess, you know, and okay. is there any easy, um, <clears throat> short of her, the will, she's just got a, uh, Superstitious thing about wills. I don't know. She feels that <laughs> she takes out a will, she's going to die. Yeah, I've heard that. Before. I don't know. I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you're, so is there you're, any? Let, um, me be, let me be sure I understand the chain of events here. Your concern, or somebody's concern, are, you, are your ex-wife? This is Carol. Your ex-wife Carol right. is concerned right. that if she predeceases her girlfriend, who she bought the house for and gave her a life estate, that Carol, oh. your ex-wife's daughter will come in and try to claim the house that your ex-wife's girlfriend lives in. Well, that or the, the stuff that's in the house, so, you know, furniture and all of no, that. Well, stuff that's in the, no, 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 no. That, that ain't going to happen. I mean, unless she, can, unless she can prove that Carol, that that's Carol's property. And I think she'd have a hard time doing that unless there's evidence that, in fact, Carol's writing a bunch of checks and bought all this furniture. And she's just putting it in that house. Now, I don't. I don't think that's an issue. Joe, Joe, give him the phone number because we're coming up the break here. Okay, we're on a hard break. Uh, I want to help you. Give us. Give me a call at the office on Monday four zero seven eight six nine nine eight hundred four zero seven eight six nine nine eight hundred. We can talk this through. In thirty seconds, can we give out the workshops? We can. Yes, we do. Uh, the next one's coming up. It's May eighteenth at nine a.m. at our office. And it's basically mutual funds one hundred and one. So everything you want to know about mutual funds. All right, we will continue with your calls and texts next week at 9 a.m. right here on News 96.5 WDBO. I see we got some text questions. We'll send you some uh, answers off the air. And we will continue to play it tomorrow. Today. Right here on News 96.5 WDBO with a certified financial group.